we bow in your presence. Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity to come out to your house and worship you. Lord, this morning, we pray, God, that we just might put aside everything that of this life, Lord, that we just might come before your presence yes. and praise you, Lord, in spirit and in truth. And I pray, God, that you'd just be with us in our midst today. And our singing, I pray, God, that you just anoint it with your spirit. Yes, yes. And I pray, Father, that you'll be with the teachers this morning. And when it comes down to the preaching, I'll be, be with Brother Steve and give him what, what he needs. I pray, Lord, you prepare our hearts that we might receive your word <coughs> and have a closer walk with you this week. We pray, Father, for all those that have a desire to be here this morning, but we're not able. God, just meet with them wherever they are and, and give them what they stand in need of. We just want to commit this day to you, Father. For yes. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Y'all can be seated. It's good to be here this morning. It's a little bit cool, a little bit cooler this morning, but uh, we're going to have a great day. Yes. And it's going to start off right here in the house, in God's house. We're going to have a great day. Things are going to be a little different this morning. Uh, you'll notice we will not have a little later, we will not have a devotion this morning. We're going to sing and then have our prayer time and and then we'll go to Sunday school, and we're just going to change things up just a little bit. But we're, have, we're still going to have a great time here in the house of the Lord. But let's do this right here. Let's go and just lift up the ones that we need to pray for. And then we'll sing a little bit more. But uh, continue playing, praying for Kathy and, and Don. Continue praying for them. And always remember Bo in our prayers and his mom and dad. And it's good to have... Pat, I know she wasn't feeling well. We pray for you and, and here, good to see you this morning. <laughs> I love my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she, she, Pat is a, of course, we're, we're blessed to have Linda here uh, too. You know, of course, she's helped us out a lot in many, many ways. So we're so blessed in so many ways. But anyhow, look, anyone else? I'll lift up in, in prayer. Miss Bonnie, she said this morning to tell everybody how much she enjoyed seeing her last week. Oh, yeah, we had a great time. We had a great time with the nursing home. Yeah, remember, Dad, he's at all good this morning. Yes. And they do have a pastor. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> we, we confirmed that before we went. Confirmed that. And, and continue praying for, uh, you know, Kim and Ricky and family. Continue lifting them up in prayer. But anyone else? But we continue to remember our grandson Chandler was in a real bad wreck recently yes. and we went down and saw him yesterday for a while. He's did doing real good. Um, he's still kind of worse for wear from the, from the accident but coming along every day. And uh, actually remember Elizabeth and uh, Adam uh, and Ezekiel, they're about four weeks, five weeks away now. So, uh, we're going to get older. We're going to have a new grandbaby, so keep, keep them in mind. Uh, Elizabeth's going to have a little problems, but working through them, okay. Praise the Lord. Remember uh, Paxton's brother, Ricky. He's been in the hospital. Remember my dad. He, we just can't get him balanced out. But it's fluid. We can't get it all. Every day. My back's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you lift up Jack in our prayers? You know, when you get, get in the 90s, I, I guess you do need a lot of prayers. Yes. You do need a lot of prayers. Sure. Uh, any, anyone else? Let's remember Brother Mark Turkwood. He's been over in Vietnam for about a month, and uh, he told me that 
he's supposed to be heading home, I think, this week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she still has her days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look, remember the season. That's, you know, when, you go to, when you go to college, that, you know, that's, going, that's a big change and been away from home, but continue to And I know all our students, we lift all our students up to And teachers, all my teachers and students. Uh, yes. I understand that there was some from the church the line used to go to. There are people there. Yes. Anyone else? Again, always remember in our prayers, and we have so much to pray for, but you know, Chris's mom needs you. Look up in prayer. I know at the nursing home, not just her, just uh, just to see that smile on her face. <laughs> that meant a whole lot to me last Sunday, so I'm glad. I'm glad we were there. Awesome. Well, let's go in prayer one more time. Remember these that uh, you know that we've mentioned, and, and there's we always have someone on our heart. Uh, you know, unspoken request that we need to always lift up. But uh, let's just take these to the Lord in prayer. Brother Roger, can I call on you to pray for Christian? Most gracious Father, as we come to you this morning, Lord, you've heard the requests that have been made. Lord, we just ask that the Father, that you would uh, you would work in those things in your way, Lord, that you give us understanding. Give us the strength we need to do what we can do to help and, and the wisdom, Lord, to do the things that we can do to help in those situations. Lord, let us not forget these people and, and keep them in our hearts and our minds and in our prayers, Lord, would you just lift them up and watch over them in a way that we can. Lord, we ask as we go through the service today, would you be with each and every one that has a part, or those that don't have a part, or just fill them up with your spirit yes, and your, your blessings and your grace, Lord, that, that they could go through and, and have a wonderful day here in church, Lord. Just ask that you be with Again, that you'd be with our church service, Lord, you'd be with Brother Steve that calls his lot to bring a message that, Lord, you'd make, you'd make that message easy for him to deliver, Lord, and give us receptive uh, hearts and ears that we would hear it and, and store it away and use it. Lord, just be with us and call it we say and do today. Bless us in only the way that you can. These things I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's sing one more song here. We'll go into our, our, our classes, but look at page 526. The solid rock. Now that's what our hope is built on right there, the solid rock.
time we would have a devotion. And I want to ask Brother Roger, how long have you been doing the the devotion for Sunday? I'm trying to. Oh, I don't know. Probably at least five or six years. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking it's probably been longer than that. Somebody else before that. But anyhow, Brother Roger was doing it before I was. But anyhow, Brother Roger, thank you so much for what you what you've done. And we're gonna give him a little break. Gonna give him a little break, and we're gonna just do this. But but anyhow, but does anybody have anything before we take our classes? All right. Well, this time we'll we'll take our classes. places marked yes we're in the fifth chapter of Romans and before we read that and we need to set some background uh, and if you've got I'd like to start with one of our basic articles of faith dealing with the fall of man uh, before we talk about what's in Romans, I'd like to get this part down back. We're going to go back and spend a little time in the Garden of Eden this morning, if that's all right. But one of the things that we believe as missionary Baptists, and it's the third one, if, if you have a little something you want to read along, is we believe that man was created in holiness under the law of his Maker, but by voluntary transgression fail from that holy and happy state. In consequence of which, all mankind are now sinners, not by constraint, but choice, being by nature utterly void of that holiness required of the law of God, positively inclined to evil. We're talking about what we call Adam man, our flesh and therefore under just condemnation to eternal ruin without defense or excuse. So that's our statement on the fall of man. Man's inherited problem that he's born with, and that's a sinful nature, our flesh, and why we need a Savior. Now, we'll go back to the Garden of Eden. Uh, there's several questions I want to ask. Now, let's put our thinking caps on pull our suspenders up. What was the one rule in the Garden of Eden? Tree. Which tree? Good and evil. 
tree of the knowledge of good and evil. What really was that rule? Obey me. I don't think there was some kind of magical chemical in the fruit on that tree. It was man's... Well, first of all, let me back up. Man was not created a robot. Man was given what we usually say, man was created as a free moral agent. I can choose to do whatever I want. And what that tree represented was Adam and Eve's choice to follow God. It's really what it was. I don't think there was a magic something, they ate it and bingo. Chemical in their brain changed, no. It was there. How does God get glory out of us when we choose to follow Him? Amen. Yeah. And mostly when we want to, not because we have to. There's where the joy comes into it. There's not much joy in following God because I have to, is there? No. Joy's when I want to. Yeah. All right. Who was that commandment given to in the garden? Adam. Eve had not even been created at this time. Adam was given the commandment. So therefore, whose job was it to teach Eve? Adam. Who failed in the garden? Adam. Yeah. Adam. See, beginning way back in the Garden of Eden, the, the statement we make, the husband should be the spiritual leader of the home. That's how it was set up. And in that, Adam failed. Yeah. I do not blame Eve for anything. It's Adam's fault. And as we see in Romans, Paul repeatedly says, because of one man's sin, he's talking about Adam. Now, there's, there's this, I don't even want to call it a theory, there's this nonsense out there that Adam and Eve are just kind of, kind of a story, that it really just kind of depicts man in general. But I believe there's a man named Adam, sure. the first one, and a wife named Eve. And because of what happened there, we have to be saved today. Yeah. If Adam and Eve had not sinned there, they'd still be alive. They were created in a holy state. Yeah. Remember, I make the comment real often that sin always has death in its back pocket. What all died in the Garden of Eden that day? It was a bad day for the world that day. What all died in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve partook of the tree? Hmm? Everything. Just about everything in a sense. That perfection. Perfection died. It, died. it was perfect. Yeah. It had everything they needed, everything they could possibly want. All that, all that died. Yeah. That happy and holy state that we talk about here, that died. Yeah. In so innocence, in a, innocence their innocence died that day. Yeah. What else died? Eventually Adam and Eve died. They died spiritually if you in that sense that day, but on down the road physically they died. 
what else died that day? Leisure time. Leisure time, yeah. <laughs> With the invention of the hoe and rake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some animal died that day. For the skins to be made. First sacrifice. First sacrifice. You ever thought about... That's the first thing Adam and Eve had ever saw dead. And I don't know how long they had lived on the earth at this time. There was no, I mean, they were, they could have been there for years and years and years. But I wonder their thoughts when they saw that dead animal. They'd never seen anything die. What a bad day for Adam and Eve. Yeah. Yeah, there was, a, there was, blood was spilt. Death came because of the sin. And they were tasked to take care of God's creation. Mm -hmm. No doubt this animal that died was an animal that was familiar to them. Adam and Namdi. Yeah. 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 So they saw death right in front of them. Yeah. The consequences of their mistake. They saw it laying there. Yeah. And you have to think from then on, every time they looked at their garment, they thought about that animal. Yeah. That had to sacrifice its life to cover their nakedness. Yeah. You know, they were placed there to tend the garden. What you mentioned of, of, of labor, it was tending the garden. It was to go out and pick a fruit. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever they needed. You know, it was not, they didn't have to, like I said, hose and race. They didn't have to go out there with mm -hmm. hose and race to keep the. Uh, the this was out there yet. It was a place that I can't imagine because of the perfection of it. Yeah. They didn't have to break a sweat. No. I told the lady one time we had a garden when we lived at Locust Fork and I went down and, and I tilled it and I pulled dirt up around the, the little corn that was so high and I, and I walked up and I said, I am so proud of that garden. It looks like a better homes than garden garden. I went down there two days later, and there was nothing there. And my neighbor said he counted 13 deer that came out of my garden, and they cleaned it down to the ground. But, you know, I was just thinking of a perfect little garden. I had one, one time for two days. <laughs> what, what, all, what else failed that day? Creation. Creation. Adam and Eve took creation with them. I've always thought, I've always used this example, I thought of the deer out eating in the field somewhere, just having a good time, and they take a bite of that fruit and that deer goes, something's changed. Something changed. Yeah. The harmony they had with all the animals. Mm-hmm, yeah. Animals with one another. I don't think there was any killing going on. Yeah. Um, I think everything was vegetarians there, and and, and, uh, and from that day forward, you walk outside and you see a bird on the ground or squirrel. Their instinct is to take off because their fear is that you're going to kill them, and, and it's been that way ever since. <laughs> and and hence that creation fell. We now have natural disasters. 
I want, I want to scream at the radio when somebody says, how could God let this happen? How could God let this hurricane hit these innocent people? Creation fell. Yeah. It's man's fault. The perfect world was no longer perfect because of the choice man made in the garden. Disease. Disease was part of the fall of creation. Yeah. And you know, when you read in Genesis, you get down, talks about a few people, and then it says down at the bottom, men begin to call on the name of the Lord. And I've had a, read a lot of places where they believe by that point, the fall had really started taking effect. Man, mankind started seeing disease and lifespans were shortened and they really started to realize just what all had fallen, what all had befallen man. Yeah. Well, you know, um, since they weren't perfect bodies anymore, they would start to age. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you and I are to the age that we're not where our parents are, but we really know we ain't 28 anymore. We're where our parents were. <laughs> we're where our parents were. Now, one last question. Is Adam and Eve bound for heaven or hell? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Just like everybody else, I can't judge. Well, I'm going to vote heaven. I'll tell you why. Number one, there was a sacrifice made for them. But before the sacrifice was made for them, I believe they confessed. Yeah. I believe Eve told God exactly what happened. Then I believe Adam told God exactly what happened. Yeah. The woman that you made, that's where I got it from. She gave it to me. And yes, Lord, I ate it. And that confession allowed, as, as Brother Daniel Tidwell said in the message one time, God said, all right, I can work with this. And therefore the blood was shed. Yeah. Okay. So much happened in that first couple of chapters of Genesis that affects us today in the world today. Yeah. Anybody else a thought on the Garden of Eden? Oh. By the time of the flood, it's speculating that there was uh, nearly as many people on the earth as there are today. There were several billion people. So that just showed how fruitful and multiplying they did. They did. You want to up like a thousand years, so. So when we say today that, that man has a sin problem, it's because we're born with it. Yeah. I, I really think that if you put mankind in a vacuum, his flesh will drift towards evil. Yeah. It's that's just the truth. It, that's the truth. it's just inclined that way. Yeah. 
only have to work hard children to do good. Yeah. What's one of the first words little kids learn? My. No. And the, real, and the real fun, yeah, he did it. And the real fun is the one that stomps her feet and says no. <laughs> we won't call him names, Jess. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that begs the question, can a man change his stripes on? You know, we have, what's the saying? Can a leopard change his spots? Can a man change his spots on his own? No, he cannot. He cannot. You, he can turn over every leaf he wants. He can try every diet he can find. Short of Christ, he cannot change who he is. Yeah. There's a, a, new, a new song that are that I listen to a lot. It, down the end of the song, it says, I don't want to abuse your grace. Lord, I need it every day. It's the only thing that makes me want to change. And the grace of God will change you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Completely and instantly. Yeah. Yeah. We had a baptizing last Sunday. That's what you really look at a baptizing. It says we're buried with Christ and raised to a newness of life. A different person. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else? But, uh, you said a while ago people would say that um, how could a loving God let... Um, you know, millions of people be hit by a hurricane. All those good and innocent people. There was none good there. Uh, I mean, there. We're if we're sinners saved by grace. There's there's nothing good in us except what Christ put in us. And that's how we exist today. A soul that's been imputed with righteousness dragging around a ball and chain called the flesh that wants to pull us down. Yeah. Paul called it a warfare. Sure. I always think of the little devil and the little angel on each shoulder talking. Yeah. Yeah. And who am I going to listen to? Yeah. But yeah, we'll... God's people will drag around this ball and chain called the flesh until we die. Yeah. And there's, there's no hope for the flesh. That's why we need a new body. One that's as perfect as what's on the inside of us now. Right? Yeah. 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 To get once again. You know, in a sense... We'll almost go back to the Garden of Eden, won't we? When you think about it. Where we can stand in the very presence of God and be able to stand it. Yeah. That'll require a new body, though. Yeah. A body and a place, a happy and holy place. Yeah. Kind of right back there. Anyone else? So... It gets your imagination wheels turned. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. 
So with that background now, let's look at the, the problem that came from one man's sin and the cure from another one's obedience. Okay? We're chapter 5 of the book of Romans, beginning with verse 6. For when we were yet without strength, meaning we were under that curse caused by the, what happened in the Garden of Eden, in due time Christ died for the ungodly, and that was me. That was you, the ungodly. And Paul says, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet preadventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commended His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Even though we had fallen so far and so badly, God loved us. I, I, I hear so many times people say, God is love, but... No, no, there's no but goes on that. God is love. Now, He does a lot of things out of tough love for, to us sometimes, but God is love. There's no buts goes to that. Much more than being now justified by His blood, Christ's blood was the pattern of the animal in the garden that covered Adam and Eve's nakedness. His blood covers our nakedness. We shall be saved from wrath through Him. For if when we were enemies, we were reckoned to God by the death of His Son, much more being reconciled, being reconciled we shall be saved by His life. You know, there, there's, you know, we grasp, we talk about Christ's sacrifice and His death, but it would all have been meaningless without the resurrection that came after it. Yeah. If by His death we were given forgiveness of sin, how much more by His life do we gain? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to pick on any particular religion, so I'll just make the comment on the emblem. I hate to see these crosses where Christ is still hanging there. He's not there anymore. Now, I understand the point they're making, that He died on the cross for us, but I don't like leaving Him there. He's alive and risen. Yeah. Don't, don't say anything, okay? Yeah. Michael, you know, I think uh, something that the world in general has a hard time understanding is that he, he died for the, the guy on the street living under the interstate mm -hmm. just as much as he died for a hero that fought for his country or mm -hmm. you know, worked hard in his community. And there was a line in a song that John Denver wrote and uh, he sang it this um, it's a, the, the song is The Wings of Fly's Home. And it has a line that says, uh, Is a hero's blood more righteous than a, ho than a hobo's cup of wine? And he's saying that, is, is that 
is that thing that we esteem the heroes, that man more in God's favor or, or has more favor with God, I guess, than, than the guy with the interstate that, hmm. that don't know what day it is. He died just as much for that one as he did the other one. So, think about it. He rose blood more righteous than hobo's cup of wine. In verse, yeah. in verse 11, and not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. The only cure for this inborn sin is through Jesus Christ. And I'm sorry, but any religion that doesn't have Christ at the front of it, it's no good. It is no good. I don't care how many million people are following it, how many buildings they build, how many homes they build for the homeless. If Christ isn't at the top of it, it's no good. All right. Uh, you know, to, to use Roger's example, uh, the, the thing that the hobo is saved from and the same thing that the heroes say from is the same thing. It's the original sin. It's not what they did yesterday. It's not what they done earlier today. It's not what they did 10 years ago because God doesn't hear. The only prayer that God hears from a lost person is for salvation and um, that until they're a child of the king he, he won't hear any other um, prayer or any other I'm sorry for what I've done um, until they become covered in the blood All right, so now let me read, starting with verse 12, what Paul really wants to say in this chapter. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, that one man being Adam, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. So see, some of those people after Adam followed God, but still had to face death. Yeah. Death reigned over man after the Garden of Eden, the, the fall in the Garden of Eden, death reigned. Who is the figure of him that was to come. Now, how in the world do we deal with that? How could Adam have been a figure of Christ? Well, it's just the fact of the, the effect that one had. The negative effect Adam had as one man versus the effect that positive effect that Christ had as we'll say one man although God yeah the difference one made yes 
I'd like to go back to uh, verse 13 and 14. Um, so, whoever, the, the people that came after Adam suffered the sin because of what Adam did. But, but there was no law yet. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to say this about the purpose of the law. Uh, this, the, the verses are saying that, that there was no law during that time, but still, because of Adam's sin, they still faced death. Mm-hmm. But, but the law was given to Moses, and the law was given, it says, without the law there is no sin. So the law teaches us, basically, the humanity that we live in, the flesh that we live in, mm-hmm. that, we can't, that, that we can't be good, we can't be perfect. With, without the death, the, the blood of Christ being upon our lives. So the law had a purpose. And I've heard people say it was a schoolmaster, but it, it did teach us that the flesh, it just we just can't get to God with the flesh. Yeah. It has to have a Savior. It proved that we're not perfect. Yeah. It proved that man had fallen. Yeah. If you could keep every little law, never had an evil thought, never done anything wrong in your whole life, you might have a chance. But I don't think we're going to make that one, are we? No. So these folks that live before the law, were they safe? Even though there was sin? Or or not really sin, but a, a fall from grace? Well, it said that there was a time that God weeped at sin. Good question. But really, the law just wrote it down. What I think was already what God had revealed to man. Of course, you look at Enoch. He walked so close with God that God just took him. Yeah. So I think, I think verse 13 answers that question. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Sir! I like to think of it like this. In our country, for instance, we are continually passing new laws Mm -hmm. to take care of problems. So the problem or the sin is there. And then to correct it, and make people aware mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. not be doing this. Mm-hmm. They pass the law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agree completely. Yeah. And we're out of time. Jeepers. <laughs> it's like ready to hit the next pitch and the pitcher doesn't throw the ball, isn't it? <laughs> But we've talked about the negative, so we can start next Sunday on the positive. The, the, the negative effect Adam had, but the positive effect Christ had. And I will, I will say this. I believe, and it talks about it later on, the blood of Christ went in both directions. The future for us and the past for them. All the way back to that animal. Yeah. Yeah. They look forward to Christ, and we look back to Christ. Yeah. Okay, anyone else? All right, thank you so much for your help this morning.